Hi, and welcome to the SEO podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, one of the owners of EWR Digital. My name is Matt Bertram, SEO strategist for Today Daily. For Today Daily, just for daily SEO today. Daily. SEO Daily. Just SEO Daily. Ooh, you keep getting accolades like that, just yeah. kind of like this accolade right here. Uh, we got a couple people in from out of town, in Houston from out of town, so that we could receive this BBB award. You want to talk about that BBB award a little? Like, you, well, you know I, I'm I mean. in the marketing committee for the BBB. Yeah, um, I don't know if that influenced their voting. Probably didn't hurt. It didn't hurt. But I think it was actually not, yeah, putting our head in the sand. It's like different different judges and all that sort of thing. But yeah, there was a big BBB event, and uh, we had some people that were associated with the application and what we presented. And we said, hey, if we win, uh, you get to come in for the award. So they did, and so we've had a a week long. Um, like escapade with the Astros. Oh um, yeah, that was right. Whew. So the, the, the Astros games, we've been doing a lot of team building events. They're actually downstairs right now uh, in a conference room. Doing, waiting for us to yeah, finish wait, and waiting go for join us them. To finish. Yeah. So we should jump into it with some of our sponsors. Well, uh, just first, I got to tease you. The oh, article wow. is by Andrew Schottland, uh, Patif to Andrew, and it is five top honor enterprise local SEO challenges and how to solve them uh, it's a good article. You yeah. guys should stick around for that. Uh, and before we get to that, we really have kind of two sponsors today. We got our ongoing sponsor of SE Ranking, and we have a new sponsor, Magic Mind, the world's first productivity shot. By the way, that's their tagline on their homepage. Yeah, like I like that. The world's first productivity shot. So they're they're really kind of dis working to distinguish themselves from a five hour energy or whatever. Yes. It's a productivity shot. It's a nootropic. Key ingredient, matcha, yep. that's a tea, uh, a ground up tea made only from tea leaves of trees grown in the shade, which makes them more full of, of nootropics. Nootropics are those kind of ingredients that are good for mind power. But you've tried it. Like what is, you could tell me, tell me, spill the beans, use that brain power. Spill the beans or spill the green leaf. <laughs> Don't spill the green leaf, it's good. <laughs> um, I would say that uh, mixing it with other things is good. Mm -hmm. um also cold versus warm better yeah <laughs> so, okay but but you can drink it warm and uh i've taken it uh, a number of times before working and i have gotten a lot done right like like i i took it i was productive and you know so it is the it is the productivity this is the world's first productivity shot well you know so so the thing is about productivity right like you got to like set your mood yeah, right and yeah. so i typically like put on a certain candle or incense or whatever i didn't, I, I didn't know that yeah, i didn't know you were yeah. so new age yeah well i'm not new age but but, <laughs> I, but i would tell you like same smell so like at night citrus uh, yeah. right yep. or something like that having like a positive smell yep um uh to to engage those senses also i typically listen to classical music or edm music oh yeah okay that's a, and, that's and i put i put those on in those two types of music but okay Go no ahead. words Okay. Important. Okay. No words. No. No words. Are so, you? Are, do you shoot or, for like gamma brain waves? Is there some sort of brain wave you're? You targeting? know, I've been looking at playing around with that, like making my own tracks or something like that. But but I can tell you, like I've been testing different stuff out on on let's say YouTube. Yeah. Right? So I set yeah. that, and then typically I was drinking like a different kind of energy drink. Yeah. Right. Or coffee or whatever. Yeah. And so when I go into focus time, that's typically what I would do. Yeah. And so in replace of this which, you know, the drinks I had before did have some sugar and it weren't so good for you. Right, right. I replaced it with uh, Magic, Magic Mind. Mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had a lot of productivity. Like I, 
you know, trying to measure uh, how much more that I had or less than I have, I certainly didn't have less. Right. right. And so I do think it's a good alternative. It's certainly a healthy alternative and I need to do some more testing and measure it. But yeah. I would say uh, we, have, we have requested another free pack. So uh, yeah. it, it should be on its way. It yeah. was good enough to request another free pack. Like, well, that's, that's like, sure. I can tell you they're very smart, like targeting people that like, programming or are yeah. working and like dedicated time. Do they drink energy drinks? Yep. That sort of thing. Like going after that market, I thought was great when they reached out really interesting. And, and so we Off decided, we go. yeah. So, so we decided to, you know, they met our requirements. We decided to bring them on as a sponsor. One of the things I'm going to suggest is if you want to try it, you can go to what it's magicmind.co, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Magicmind.co. Yep. And you can use coupon code SEO. Uh, you know, best SEO podcast. You can yeah. use that coupon code. That'll get you something in the range of a 40% discount. Um, go on subscription. Like I'm just a big, like commit to some kind of consistency and, uh, and, and then take advantage of like everything that magic mind can offer. Well, you know, leading into our next sponsor, right? Yeah. You can't do anything unless you develop a habit. Yeah. And, and you really try it out. So you mean like a 30 day habit as opposed yeah. to a 14 day habit? Yes. That, oh, yeah. okay. Good. Good. I, I like this. Actually, it's 21 days from what I remember oh. to actually create a habit. Oh yeah. 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 So, yeah. so, you know, why are people giving people a 14 day offer, right? Like what's going on with that? Yeah. I think a 30 day offer and, and you really got to commit to doing it. So, so even uh, with magic mind, I've been taking it and you want to commit to taking it consistently. Yeah. And what I can tell you is, I haven't been taking it daily. I, I typically have like one to two nights a week that I work late. Yeah. And I take and I've been taking it then. Yeah. So I need to to, to start taking it more daily. And and that that I think that, that will be a better measuring stick to, so to so. what you're saying is get on subscription. Yeah, I think yeah. I think get on subscription, try it out. I think maybe even double it up. Yeah. Okay. Like I think I think you want to talk real. Right. Like if you want to talk about like uh the what what is it called? The half life, right? Like yeah, yeah. you need to probably double it up a couple of times and and then get on some kind of consistent daily matcha, right? Daily, daily magic mind. So all um, right, that is magicmind.co. And what we were talking about, and if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that you can get instead of a 14-day trial, you can get a 30-day trial of our kind of consistent sponsor SE ranking. Uh, this tool is amazing. A couple notes about this tool. It's good and it's cheap. Uh, it's professional and it's easy to use. It has a lot of tools and each one of the tools is good enough to sell independently. And we've actually been talking yeah, over the yeah. last couple of podcasts of, of new tools that they've even added since, since they became a sponsor. You might not know this tool. You might not be familiar with this tool, but it has won lots of industry awards and has a superb user rating. You can get a 30-day trial of SE ranking by going to bestseopodcast.com forward slash SE ranking. Yeah, no. So they actually just came out with the article about uh, in the search engine journal about displaced workers with SE ranking. Mm. So because um, they're Ukrainian, right? So, yeah. so legitimately displaced workers, not just like people who have to work oh, yeah, at a coffee the, the, shop. The now. people that yeah. I'm communicating with on the team are in Poland, right? Yeah. So they're, they're they're certainly displaced. Uh, this tool, I use it every day. Yeah. And we've actually even upped our subscription since then multiple times as we're adding new seats. And as people are getting more familiar with it, I really think it's a great tool that you should go check out. Um, haven't used the new tools as much, okay? But we are doing different modules on training for it. 
um, we're incorporating it into the process. We're using it for reports. So, so we're not just, this is not just a, 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 like someone that's like wanting to tap into our community, but this is really um, something that we believe what in. What people in our community should be using. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. that's very good. Again, you can get a 30 day fr uh, fr free trial. Normally it's a 14 day trial. Go to bestseopodcast.com forward slash SE ranking. I think it's time to jump into there. We yeah, have people downstairs waiting for us. That's so, it. Yeah, all right. So this is five top enterprise local SEO challenges and how to solve them. Again, by Andrew Shotland. Patif to you, Andrew. Um, local SEO can be challenging for enterprise brands because it means knowing how to do national SEO, Google business profile, and then learning how Google handles your priority search queries in various markets. So how are the most common challenges in enterprise? What are, uh, oh, excuse me. I can't even read my own handwriting. Here are the most <laughs> common challenges in enterprise local SEO. Number one is knowing when to prioritize local versus national SEO. It can be challenging to tell if your target top keywords have local intent. Understanding which terms Google regards as local can help you develop your keyword strategy and determine how you approach and support your SEO investment, basically with content and effort. Uh, you could lose a lot of traffic due to poor site design or keyword strategy, or even uh, poor focus on your Google business profile. So we're gonna talk about this, understanding local search intent. So what do we mean by local search intent exactly? There are four main types of local search intents to focus on. So this is when people are searching, what what are like what is their intent? One, search queries with national intent. Yes. By the way, we're going to cover all these. Uh, number two, search queries with semi-national intent. Number three, search queries with local intent. And then finally, search queries with hyper-local intent. You can tell what type of intent your target search queries fall into by the features shown on the SERPs. So for instance, like if you've got some keywords out there and you're like, I don't know if this is gonna be national, is it gonna be hyper-local, what is it gonna be? Go to a search for that exact phrase. You might wanna go into your incognito uh, because whatever you've done in the past could have an impact if you're not in incognito tab. And you're gonna find one of these four. And here's how we break them down. So queries with national search intent, the SERP page, again, the search engine result page, feature no state or city specific pages and no map pack. So they gave the example of uh, XYZ newspaper article, right? That's yeah. not gonna have a map. You're looking for like this article. If you were looking for uh, five top enterprise local SEO challenges and how to solve them, that's gonna be a national intent. There's not gonna be a map. You're not gonna have any of the other features on that search engine result page for that. And and it just says, he goes on to say that, it, the fact that there are no local results in the SERP probably mean Google sees zero local intent for these queries. Let's go on to the next query. <laughs> <laughs> queries with semi-national search intent. So here the search and result page is gonna feature no city or state specific pages, but there might be a map pack, right? So this example was bank, and I think he may have actually searched for a specific bank because it's just kind of weird to search for bank. Like, I'm not sure this is a search result for bank. I don't know what you think. But anyway, if you were looking for, bank I don't know. near me, like whatever bank you're banking with near me. Yeah, bank. Well, yeah. So, well, even get rid of the near me because that like takes it very local, right? Yeah. Right. Oh, if you're talking but about if you just national. like Bank of America, 
right? He points out that oh, that's uh, confusing. It might include a map <laughs> pack because there's an equal amount of local and national clicks. Maybe you're looking for like the stock ticker of Bank of America. Maybe you're like who's the CEO of Bank of America and you just type in Bank of America. That would be a national search. Well, you would type Bank of America headquarters, right? Or well, Bank of America. Like, right. Well, I mean, if you type Bank of America, it's a local search. Here's the reality. I would say. Here's here's what's really cool. If we could debate it all day long and then we could go to Google and we could type Bank of America and Google would tell us what right. the intent of the person just who types in Bank of America. Right now. So while you're doing we that, are not I'm not being gonna... sponsored by Bank of America, but... If All I right, type in Bank of America, I see an ad. As a search, you see an ad. I okay. see an ad for Bank of America. Yep. Then I see. Because uh, they want to control the experience. Yeah. yeah. Then I want to see. Yeah. And then I want to see Bank of America. And this is with drive through locations. Yep. And then we got the closest. Is, Bank that, of is that a result or is that like. That's a result. Okay. So Bank of America with drive through ATMs, because that's yep. probably what most people are looking for when you go to Google. And then below that. Is that people, a map pack or that's yeah, just a map list? Pack. Yeah. Oh, it's a map yeah. pack. Okay. Yeah. And then that's people cool. also ask, right? Is Bank of America good? Is a good bank? How much is it to open a Bank of America bank account? I think you're account? teaching them how to do keyword research now. Well, but then also Bank of America Securities, Merrill Lynch, that's a news press release. See, that's what I told then you. Then Facebook, then Wikipedia, yeah. then Twitter. Like if you're just shooting Bank of America, I think you need a modifier word. Well, you might, or you're just and like then it's Twitter other searches. Up. I, I, uh, okay. Right. Keep, like Google keep just going. tells I'm you. sure that right. this is a great example. So keep going. Right. So number three, queries with local search intent. Here again, the search and result page is going to feature partial to full state and city specific pages and a map pack. And so in this case, he gives the example of a plumber. For a term like plumber, Google will feature a map pack of nearby plumbers and the remainder of the page one results are filled with location pages, right? Those are plumbers who have done the smart SEO effort of actually defining a particular location. Hold the phone. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Do we no. have a discrepancy? All right. So I just searched. Plumber. Plumber. Okay. And first you got the Google guaranteed ads that they say that they want to look more different like ads, but yet they have a green checkbox that says Google guaranteed. Okay. So you got yeah. the Google guaranteed ads. Then yeah. you got the regular ads. Guarantees more people to click. Yeah, That's what it is. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we actually have a have a service that like basically manages that. Yeah, yeah. Man, it pushes back to because Google's saying, "Well, you have to you have to say if these are good leads or not, or they charge you for them." Oh, and, yeah. And yeah. there's and there's not a lot of a control over it, but. You got the ads and then you got different air conditioning companies in town. So that's the like the local SEO or plumbing. Oh, and then our uh, past client that I put them on the map is in first position because, you know, I got them ranking for Palmer Houston a couple years ago. Then we got Yelp. Then we got um, uh, a competitor, but we were working with his daughter uh, and then a bunch of and then Houston Chronicle and then some national plumbing companies, 24 hour plumber. Yeah, I, I okay. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah, and and that's I'm it, just verifying in his results. Trust, he mentioned like Angie, don't like trust, and, but verifies and, and Angie's list, Yelp, the same kind of thing. Those are and did you local know, pages. So Angie's list. I'm just gonna say I did. Did you know Angie's list like got in a little bit of trouble, and they've rebranded to Angie's. Uh, it's just not Angie. Called, it's not called Angie's yeah. anymore because they were doing some scrupulous things. Unscrupulous. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. There, there, there were there things are. related to scruples. Scruples. <laughs> scruples got involved. All right. Number four is queries with hyperlocal search intent. 
hyper local keywords are where the searcher's location is the most significant and significantly impacts the search result page. Yes. So as an example, he uses, what is it? Insurance, uh, auto insurance near me. It's okay. in tiny print there. I had to look around oh, my right. glasses. In the case of hyperlocal intent queries, the distance between the user and the business matters most. You can see that the map pack in this case uh, deals with the real estate, uh, dominates the SERP real estate. So the map is actually bigger in this particular situation. Auto insurance near me. I'm just going to, I should be doing this on, on our chat. So people with YouTube, but I, I'm like computered up right now. So I got my personal computer here because I didn't print out the article, but so what does it say that should be happening? I it see was auto ads. insurance near me. Yeah. I put that in there. And then he said like the map pack is the biggest piece of the search. There's one, two, three, four ads above it. It's really, that's taking up a lot of real estate. They got to be testing that But out. the maps is a big, is the, oh, yeah. is the next ginormous. Because yeah. yeah. sometimes the map pack is just over on the right. Sometimes it's the whole yeah, thing. Well, yeah, well, yeah. If you're talking, well, I don't know. Auto insurance. Do you really need a local auto insurance Yeah, but it's near me. Okay. So you right. want to walk in the door. Yeah. That, right? that means you want to walk in the door. What is the cheapest place to get auto insurance? What is the best auto Those insurance right questions. now? How much is auto insurance in Houston? There you go. There's mm -hmm. a, and then. Is auto insurance cheaper in Houston, Texas? Mm. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it. All right. So how do I identify search intent? <laughs> Number one, analyze current SERP outcomes across different geos. So geolocations. Okay. Examine the SERP for a map element. Check for state and city specific pages. Review the titles and URLs. Those will give you some inclination. And analyze consistency and make an intent determination from that effort. So I do see... so. So again, a strategy that we follow, Safe Auto, Mercury Insurance, um, all states not doing it. Geico, Geico's doing it. See, Geico knows how to do what SEO. What are they doing? They're doing SEO, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Well done, Geico. It's, it's probably the, the. But I've never heard of the zebra.com, have you? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a related to the Gecko. All right. How to build a strategy really, for different is types. Is that really true? <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> different types of, is somebody who's going like, if they can use an animal. So no, I think, I think the zebra is saying it's like a kayak. So it's like, um, it's an aggregator. Oh, an aggregator of insurance yeah. pricing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So how to build a strategy for different types of search intent. So a national strategy. Nationally focused strategies will need a ton of content and authority your main yes. website should be where you invest the most of your SEO budget if you've determined that your target keywords are in queries with little to no local intent. Uh, obviously, a more challenging uh, uh, kind of national strategy is more challenging. Next, semi-local strategy. Semi-local keywords will require the bulk of focus to build the content and authority of your main site with one additional point of focus because semi-local keywords generate a map pack, you must optimize your Google business profile listings. So, okay, so I'm gonna yeah. add to this. So you not only wanna optimize your Google profile listings, your GNP, yep. right? But you need to be doing many blogs. No, GBP. G, yeah, G, G, B, P, G, P, P. Yeah, G you need to put a quarter in the- Yeah, I do. I, 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 that, that's actually something internally here. If you, if you say GMB, that you got to put a quarter in the jar. So Jargon jar. Yeah. Jargon jar. Um, all right. So you don't know when we need to optimize for it. Okay. And there's actually a lot of things that you do need to optimize that it's like a one-time optimization, but you may be posting local content on the uh, like little mini blog section. Yep. 
And then you also need to be doing FAQs. So, um, and and those can point back. And also really one of the big strategies, if, if on the national or as you're moving local, you have a local page, um, depending on how many GMBs you have, if you have a GMB for each location, G- which you should. GBP, that's more G- money oh, in oh, the jar, jar. Yeah, yeah, no, that's G- getting, getting bad. GBP. This is getting bad. GBP. But those need to point to the location page. So a lot yeah. of people have their national page, but for each location, you have a GMP. GBP. G- Google Business Profile. GMP. Nope. GBP. P. P. <laughs> All right. So anyways, you know what I'm talking about. I can actually see your brain working. That was kind of yeah. interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or not working. But, <laughs> in the case. but no, you should have that location page tied to that. Right. Yeah. And then and then that should be. In so a link so to you're talking pages. about on the website, a location. Well, if we're page, talking about national strategy. Right. Right. And then we're talking about a semi local strategy. The semi local strategy is whatever target location you're trying to rank for. You need to start incorporating those words and articles into local relevant or regional relevant in the questions asked because you saw that. Right. What, yeah. what is the cheapest or best insurance in Houston, Texas, right? So you should be creating that question and answering that question as well as if there's mini blogs. So one of the things we found, we have one like, you know, semi, let's say a semi enterprise national account, right? It's a regional like multi-state account. They just were free for all and posting on their GNB and they were cross posting stuff on their GNB. Yeah, I'm gonna fail at that. <laughs> and 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 basically, profile, just say but if you're if you're reposting from one location to the next, right, and you're resharing it, and there's location specific stuff from that state, Not then good. you're posting yeah. on this state. Yeah. It creates all these mixed signals with Google. Yeah. And so the thing to remember is Google is an algorithm, and it's trying to organize and sort things. And so try to make it as easy as possible. Yep. Yeah. All right. So next for local strategy, your site structure will become significantly more important if you've determined that Google treats your keyword as local. Right. So that means that your site structure is more important. And then finally, for you, you comment there. Well, I yeah, this this hyper local and local. What yeah. would you say the big difference between hyper local and local is? Well, the way they defined hyper local was where your location, your physical location was the dominant factor in determining the role you see. So so I think hyper local means it's like a, a store or a restaurant storefront, or a storefront yep. right? That you're gonna actually go into the location. Yep. Like local auto means- insurance near me. Yeah. I wanna I, go in there. I haven't gone into an auto insurance store. I've done everything online with a broker, maybe, maybe right? Andrew, so, Andrew, maybe there's well, a, like, a like some people do things the old school way. Yeah, like certainly there are certain industries and there's certain parts of the country that do things a little bit differently, right? Yeah, because I just came back from New Mexico. Things in New Mexico a little, a little different. different than how you're doing big city Houston, right? Yep. So, like people are like, you can deliver stuff to your house and it gets there same day, and I was like. Yeah, that's normal, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdo. Uh, yeah. So for hyperlocal strategy, when your priority keywords are hyperlocal, creating a directory of state and city level pages is preferable and optimizing them for near me keywords with special location pages is preferable. So site structure will likely look different depending on your vertical, but broadly they might resemble this site structure, locator index page, state page, city page, location page. Interesting. Yeah. So I would have called the location, the broader page. So, so I guess the location page is for that hyper local. Yeah. That's something that I'm not doing. So we're, we're doing the location indicator. We're doing the state, we're doing the city. That's also part of 
if you have multi-location or you're trying to target regionally, um, that's that's kind of the website version of S, like what you're doing Where for like at? local SEO. I think you are doing this. So I think location page just really means like city street. So you got state, city, and you're address. Like neighborhood or address Neighborhood page, or like, even the street name or. Well, I yeah, I would say a lot of the services we have are go to you services of clients, yeah. not come into our store, which we certainly yeah, have yeah, those. For sure. But I think that this is good. I, I think yeah. this is a great, great way to look at it. Uh, and I think that's like the big difference because national, you don't need to build the location pages because you just want people to search for you and find you yeah. and find you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So number two of the five top and we're only on number two, by the way, we got to blow through yeah, this. Yeah. Um, it, it gets faster of the five top enterprise local SEO challenges and how to solve them. Number two is having a single source of truth for location data. With the advent of local listing management companies such as Yext and Uberall, this is no longer a problem. However, uh, Andrew, in the course of doing business, still runs into multi-location businesses that don't have a single source of truth. And really what that's saying is like one platform where you can manage all your GBP listings and all your every, everything. Really, it's like, like an aggregator. Yeah. So there's aggregators where you can submit stuff that people are looking to as that single source of, source of truth. Yeah. You know, now I would tell you these listing management companies, that's something that I've really seen interesting is they want to charge you monthly to maintain that listing. Oh yeah. And that's the big thing right now is like, do you think that people are going to go in and modify your listings on a monthly basis? Like I think, okay, twice a year is prudent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Once a year, you, things will you, change. you yeah. should be doing, but monthly, I think that's a little bit of an overkill yeah. to develop a monthly service, but, but I do agree. And overall is the big company that everything, everybody like white labels, like yeah. overall, but, but they're, like, yeah. So, so certainly a single source of truth. And that's really some of the top listings I can tell you for podcast. Interestingly enough, if you get pulled out of the iTunes feed, um, you'll start dropping on other directories because mm. that is the single source of truth. for oh, podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. They just lean on that one. Yeah. All right. So number three, optimizing store locators. Many brands outsource their store locators to third-party vendors. There's nothing wrong with this in theory, but there are a few ways sorry, sorry. we have seen this go wrong. And and really, store locator is like, hey, I come to the website and I'm like, where's the store closest to me? How you know how many Home Depots, whatever. That's what they mean. When don't they say let store that break. Locators. Yeah, don't let, let that, break. that when that breaks. Oh, there's some people data get here. Frustrated. There's some data here. So for SEO, an effective store locator should be a basic linked set of city, state, and location pages that a bot or a user can easily click around to yes. get to every page. He makes the point, many brands often build their store locator uh, or locator page with a search box to find the location. So a few years ago, they looked at locators for the top 100 US retailers and found that those who had search only locators, so they didn't have a, a, a way that you could parse through the data uh, or that a bot could parse through the data, they had 50% fewer keywords uh, in first position or in top positions than those with linkable state, city, and location architecture. And that makes so much sense. It makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. Make sure your locator architecture is built this way. And I put two exclamations and then a little smiley face off the exclamation because I think that's really important. <laughs> Next is location page <laughs> content. Often brands budget for building a locator on their site, but leave nothing for the content. A location page with unique 
beefed up content yes. relevant to the location and topics you are trying to rank for can improve SEO impro uh, performance. In fact, should improve SEO. So I would say that this even extends to product listings, Chris. Oh yeah. That copy oh, yeah. and pasting stock art and uh, or stock images and and text and whatever. What's unique about this? Like, why would we outrank your page versus Amazon's page? Right? Like, you got to provide unique. Yep. 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 For this content, uh, this is where your location managers can come in handy. Uh, we see successful brands use surveys of their location managers to get unique local content. What are the things that people might be relevant to whatever the business is that they might be searching in that area? You know that area. I'm at national headquarters. I don't know that area. Please. Mr. Location Manager, give me information that I can use on those local pages. Oh, yes, I thought you were talking to me and I was good like, strategy. Like, where's the question? I was like, I'm ready. I'll answer it. <laughs> All right. Next, priority categories. Most e-commerce queries show local results near the top of the SERPs these days. We often see brands winning in local packs linking from the location pages to their key yes. categories. Yes. Think about linking to your key categories as signaling to Google that your location is relevant for those categories. Yeah, understanding internal links is something that is super undervalued and it's very important. Now there's a lot of data out there saying that links aren't gonna be as important, but they're always the indicator and they're the indicator that Google built its whole algorithm on. Yeah. So they're always gonna be a factor, a signaling factor and I think you know, they're looking more at like what people do on a site, but where that site's linking from, the quality of that link or that vote is important, but on page and how this stuff, this data is associated and categorized is critical to ranking. Yep. Yeah. All right. And then within this area, uh, okay, next is Google Business Profile Management and Optimization. Again, GBP, GBP. Uh, really shouldn't be a challenge. I mean, it's just a simple set of yellow pages listings for your locations effectively, but there are millions of ways it can go wrong for a business. Here are just a few of the challenges and opportunities for GBP. I would like just saying GBP is not as, I feel like it's not as easy. Like yeah. it doesn't, and you obviously just struggled with it for a little bit there. Like you got it now. No. Okay. <laughs> Beware of duplicate <laughs> listings. Amazingly, duplicate listings are still a thing with GBP. Well, I will say that Google, um, we have like a special line into Google. Yeah. And we've had to help take care of some of this for clients. Um, this is a real issue, right? Like customer service with Google is, is pretty limited. Yeah. And so a lot of people are probably out there going, I know it's a problem. And I'm struggling with it, or someone said my no business way to is closed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I have no way to fix it. Like this, so there's there's definitely like issues with that, but also thinking about what people are uploading. Like customers are uploading things. Do they represent your brand? Looking at your reviews, comments, like your GNB. Think about this. GBP. This is yeah. Is a different <laughs> search engine. Right. It's a different yes. search engine that's wrapped together with national search, and so separate or divorce yourself from all the data that's on like national or the site. Think about, you know, now I think they've extended it from this, but whatever page is the location page, hopefully, or the page your GN GBP yep. is, all right. is linked to <laughs> first time. Um, that's the page they're going to be looking at. Yeah. I think that they've expanded that, but think about it like a whole different search. engine. so any content that you don't have on that page uh, on that listing, is it's not something that that search engine is looking for. 
Yeah. So, so your listing has to be right. It has to be accurate. And don't have a du- like this. If you have point duplicate, is, and don't, it's not. Don't. Have and then a you have, if you move locations, you have you know things pointing to different things. Like you got to keep that stuff clean to just make it simple and easy for Google to understand who you are and what you do. Easy enough for an algorithm to understand. Uh, Andrew makes the point: the minute duplicate listings are deleted, rankings for some of his clients went up by fifteen positions for the main keywords that they were targeting. All that SEO juice gets pointed. Fifteen that's, positions because you got rid of the duplicate GBP yeah. listing. Uh, all right, you also need to monitor your GBP listings. Your GBP listings are in a constant state of flux. Users are adding photos and reviews. Uh, it's not a set it and forget it thing. Create a system to monitor changes to your GBP pages regularly scale GBP posts. And this starts to get, and Matt's already talked about this a little, it gets it gets more interesting, challenging, however you want to think about it, when you've got to manage uh, an enterprise level of GBP listing. So GBP posts are short announcements that can attach to your GBP. These can be an inexpensive way to generate high converting visits to your site. Posts can include text, photos, and videos. The challenge we often see is that businesses are often not set up to produce content for each location. If you want to do GBP posts for multiple locations, implement a system for creating GPP ready marketing. I'm, I'm saying that a lot. Marketing ready collateral for new promotions so they can be posted. We So we've been doing a lot of work for clients uh, on this specifically, and yep. we've had to build out some new SOPs. Yeah. To, to really make standard it standard operating procedures. Yes. Like yeah. more, more uh, abbreviations. Yeah. yeah. Um, because when you're starting to talk about 250 locations, yeah. 500 locations, unique content, like it becomes a massive strategy if you're trying to go after a particular keyword with all these different locations. But I would also tell you, and I just thought of this, all these people that just came in, we have, I don't know, 25 people downstairs or whatever. Um, if we would have had them all do driving directions coming in. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, could, <laughs> that would be. That right? Would be like, so drive, like, I don't think that this article covers driving directions, but but understand for each post, it's looking, Google's looking for all these different kinds of signals and having that unique content and having a system to be like, th- and, and that's the thing is you can sub out and post similar content on a bunch of different G- GPPs, BPs. Yes. British Petroleum. What? GBP, BP. GBP. Is that how you're going to remember it? G- I'm, GBP? I'm helping you. Yeah. So we're doing pegging. <laughs> I have, I have the, the article, article yeah, in front yeah. of me. <laughs> no, but I mean, yes. Yeah. I'll just stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next is building, uh, and this is the final of five top enterprise local SEO challenges and how to solve them. Number five is building a local search presence for SABs and marketplaces. Not every local enterprise brand has locations. Do you know what SAB is? You may actually know that. area business. That is correct. Um, There are plenty of local marketplaces such as Yelp, DoorDash, Zillow, and service area area businesses like plumbers and roofers that target local search queries but are not eligible to appear on the local packs. They can't get a GBP. But they are owning the search rankings right now, like the national search rankings, which, yeah. Yeah. So the solution, this won't work for every brand, but for those with a suitable business model, creating a store within a store at a partner's brand location is a great way to get additional local pack visibility. As an example, FedEx on-site services located in Walgreens is a good example of how FedEx now has local locations 
um, at at a you know at all that's, the Walgreens. That's, that's smart. I've seen seen a lot of that starting to happen, and it makes a lot of sense. And and you know we we worked with uh, one business that was planning on expanding, and actually it was a pool service business, and created planning on creating service locations around the city. And their intent was an operations efficiency, which is like if the pool guys who are going to the west part of Houston, if you guys aren't from Houston, Houston is just massive. You can spend an entire hour driving in Houston at freeway speeds and still be in Houston. You can drive for eight hours and not leave Texas. Well, yeah, but this is Houston. Well, just Houston alone, yeah. Right. So, So to the east, their thought was let's have a warehouse over there. The, the pool guys report there and we were like, this is a good idea. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure about operations because that's not my thing, but this is a, probably going to create more value because of the GB, what is now GBP, it was GB, GMP back then. So, so what I will tell you is if you look in Google uh, guidelines, yep. co-working spaces do not work. Right. Okay. They're not supposed to. Yeah. And P, uh, PO boxes do not work. Yep. And you have to have an operating business that you have somebody there that can receive mail and and you have to have like dedicated space. Yep. So you can't have a co-working space if it's like a dedicated room there, but but open spaces don't work or like they'll work till you get audited. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Is yeah. that maybe they a may, way to phrase they, it? They may work for a very long time until you get audited or you get audited quickly and it doesn't work very long. Or someone votes you. Well, it wouldn't audited. surprise me like they audit a location then said, okay, everyone else who comes at this address, nope. That yeah, passes. that, like, that, that just goes in the database. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. And finally, if the value of a lead is high enough, you may want to consider opening up that physical location in certain areas to try and rank well uh, in the local packs. That yeah. is a legitimate strategy. We were just talking about it. Um, Andrew Shotland, Patif to you. That was a really good article. Five top enterprise local SEO challenges and how to solve them. I feel like we can just say they're solved now, right? Yeah. They're well, I solved. thought I thought this was a great article. Yeah. I think that um, if you're looking for data and you're looking for sources, you can always check out SE Ranking and they buy uh, enterprise level data on the local level. Yeah, so you can have, yeah. like because I think that that's something this article didn't cover is you you need to have that constant feedback loop. The reporting you yeah. got to have the reporting right, yeah. and you got to be able to see how you're doing and the changes you're making on how it improves it to have that data because I think the most convincing part about this article is when he gave examples and he showed you of that data. Yeah. Right. Of yeah. like, he, here's the statistics around why you should do this. Yep. That certainly is like that, that gives it that meat. And if you don't know what you're doing and you're just making changes without seeing how it impacts it, you're not going to learn and grow your SEO knowledge. Yep. Make so. sure you're learning and growing your SEO knowledge. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Go, make sure, try SE Ranking, bestseopodcast.com forward slash SE Ranking. Uh, gets you a 30-day trial instead of and 14. Then, and then while you're working on that, drink some Magic Mind yeah. Matcha. Yeah. Okay, use the keyword SEO for 40% off. Maybe run an SE Ranking report on magicmind.co. Yeah. Just check that out. I did. It was kind of interesting. I didn't like, well, I'm sorry, I didn't like set it up yeah. as a project or anything, and, 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 but yeah. I did do it. And, yeah. and that's why I knew that they were ranking for nootropics. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good for your brain. Uh, Patif to our sponsors. We really appreciate both yeah. of them. Uh, if you guys could do us one small favor, uh, follow us, subscribe, youtube.com forward slash best SEO podcast. Only 18% of people have subscribed that listen. 
18%. Yeah. So that sounds like a low number. Yeah. It's, I mean, my math may be off, but that sounds really low. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we appreciate your help. Yeah. <laughs> make sure you subscribe. Also click the notification bell. So, you know, when uh, new videos are posted, we're actually posting more and more. we got shorts out there. People have been clamoring for shorter videos. They're there. We're, we're, we're doing, we're doing a lot of things. And so stay tuned and, and we're going to be growing the community. And, and so just stay tuned for more news there. By um, saying, by Matt saying, stay tuned. What he means is go to youtube.com forward slash best SEO podcast and subscribe. Yeah. Or, yeah. That's how you stay tuned. <laughs> right? yeah. I think that's great. Or, or yeah. go to Instagram.com forward slash the, don't forget the word the for the Instagram link, instagram.com forward slash the best SEO podcast. And finally at TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash the at symbol. Don't forget that. Just look, just look, for, look for these guys. Yeah. Look, look for, for the, the bobbleheads. Yeah. Look for the bobbleheads. Uh, our images in the corner here on YouTube. Just look out for that. Yeah, you can see it right over there. You can just point to it on the screen. Like if you look. It's like boom, 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 right over, right right over Matt's yeah. head. Uh, hey, until the next podcast, this has been amazing, but until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. My name is Matt Bertram. Bye-bye for, for now. now.